Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And if you are a highly sensitive person like I am, or who I call a sensitive soul, we do have a gift for you. It is the Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide, and you can get that as a free download at sensitivesoulguide.com. So my role is to help inspire and empower you to manifest the life of your dreams, whether that's rating health, healthy relationships, prosperity, or simply peace of mind. Thank you so much for joining me. Now, today we have a very special guest. Actually, she's going to kick off uh, a new series uh, in this radio show. I'm going to be calling the Empowered Soul Series. So the Empowered, sorry, (laughs) the Empowered Empath Series. The Empowered Empath Series, so EES. I have a lot of acronyms here, EES. So uh, what we're going to be doing over the next year or so is I'll be interviewing special guests who have a specialty with regards to helping support empaths becoming their empowered selves. Now, you might be saying if you've been a longtime follower, but Dr. Karen, you do that too. That's okay because you know what? Everyone has a different resonance. Everyone has a different message and a different way of teaching, and you might resonate to one uh, teaching uh, more than another based on your life experience, what is special about you. And so that's why I want to have a series of wonderful teachers and healers here for you in the upcoming months in our EES series so you can have the benefit of all that amazing experience. So let me tell you a little bit about our guest today. Her name is Kate Mariah, and I met her through my awesome assistant, Tasha. (laughs) And um, Tasha has a really keen, intuitive sense of, like, you know, what would be a good mix or fit, and uh, she says, you got you got to check out Kate. She does amazing work, and uh, so I did, and she does <laughs> amazing work. So in today, we're going to be talking about, um, you know, how to become empowered as an empath. So Kate is a, a master healer. She is an intuitive uh, teacher. She's also a medium and psychic as well, and guess what? We get to do some mini readings and healings today. So if you are interested, uh, you will definitely want to be on the phone line or on the chat. So I'm going to open up the chat in just a moment. Here, let me just click that button. So the number to call in to get a mini reading or healing from Kate is 818-514-1190 and hit 1 so we know your hand is up. Again, 818-514-1190. Oh, all these hands are going up. Yes, I know. <laughs> That's very, very good. That is awesome. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit more uh, about Kate and what we're going to be talking about today. So she has a term called the unmanaged empath, and that's a really good term because there are so many of us highly sensitive people having difficulty and challenges navigating this world, especially now with the COVID-19 pandemic as of this recording in May 2020. um, It can leave us, you know, so frustrated and anxious and overwhelmed and aimless and uncomfortable, exhausted, stuck because we feel so much. (laughs) We feel so much that may not be our stuff. And if we don't know how to manage our gifts, our spiritual gifts, that's what we call the unmanaged empath, then it could, you know, literally be like H-E double L hockey sticks, okay? Not so fun. I've been there, not so fun. So Kate has been doing this for a very, very long time, helping individuals who are seeking clarity, like how to become more empowered, how to navigate your life with 
you know, greater ease, um, you know, what are your spiritual gifts, what empath you are. We're going to talk a little bit about that today, you know, how to handle some of these emotions and what she calls psychic senses, like how to understand them, how to translate them. That's one of her specialties. She does, if you've ever seen her do a reading, it is amazing. It is just amazing. So, um, and then, you know, you can even develop that ability to be able to really understand and extract and express your soul mission, right? So you can educate, um, you know, others if that's your role or support others if that's your role. Um, and, you know, you can actually use some amazing connections with uh, nature as well, like, you know, connecting to crystals or plants or aliens or other humans. Or There's so many different ways you can do your, use your empathic gifts. And so we're just we're going – I'm so excited to, to be able to talk with you about that today uh, with Kate. So let me just check in here um, for the website. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Where am I here? Okay, it's boomingeye.com. So you can check out her site at boomingeye.com, B-O-O-M-I-N-G-E-Y-E, all one word, .com. She also has a YouTube channel, Instagram, of course, and you can connect her, connect with her on Facebook. Okay, so now, remember last week? Oh, I don't know if you were on last week, but we couldn't find our, <laughs> couldn't find our guest. So let me take a look here. I'm not seeing Kate's number come up. Oh, there she is. I found you. Yay. Okay, hang on. Let me. There's so many people that called in early or right, right on time. So you, you got to the, the almost the bottom of the list here. So hang on. Here we go. We've got you unmuted now. Yay. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, Kate. Hi, Kate. So I bet you hello, didn't know we were going to be doing an Empowered Empath <laughs> series. <laughs> You're kicking us off on this series. Yeah, yeah. No, I just thought of it this morning. <laughs> I thought, you know, we have such amazing talent and gifts and, and um, among us healers, and there's so many of my tribe, as you know, uh, that are highly sensitive, that are empathic, and that are empaths. So maybe you and I define empath empath slightly differently. I, I talk about being a functional empath and a non-functional empath, but um, I think yeah, it's great yeah. to have all these different experiences, and I know the way you tap in is differently from the way I tap in right now. I'm kind of using training <laughs> wheels, you know, using divine muscle testing, uh, but you have an amazing guest, and I'm so excited that Tasha got us together. Me too, me too. Oh, and thank you so much. Thank you for those kind words. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's my pleasure. Well, let's hear a little bit about you. What was your childhood like growing up, and how, like when did you know that you were an empath per se, and what happened after yeah. that? Yeah. So, um, yeah. It just uh, again, I, I have to I have to piggyback a little bit because you know how you're talking about functioning empath or unmanaged empath. Again, I, I look at empath as basically this is the gateway to us understanding what all we have available to us, right? So as far as like our multidimensional presence, what, what other abilities or what other areas of energetic access we have, this is something that, you know, we're not really brought up in this world to, to understand necessarily, right? There isn't really uh, an wow. education that exists. So many of us sensitive souls, we kind of go through life, not kind of, definitely, we go through life struggling and, you know, bumping up against our own challenges and our own obstacles and you know, maybe even worthiness issues in order to discover who we really are, right? Like what is what what do you have to offer? What is my purpose here? And and I was no different. That's that's exactly where I started and it was quite a journey. <laughs> quite a journey as many mm. are, right? <laughs> are you are either of your parents what you would call empathic or sensitive? 
Well, so my father, um, from what I was told, he had his own gifts and his own abilities, and he even uh, was, he carried a pendulum. My, my mom would tell me stories that he would divine over his food and, you know, see if his medication okay, his oh, food wow. okay. So, yeah, and he even uh, touched on um, just doing psychic fairs a little bit and, like, like tried to, to yeah. see if he had the gift. <laughs> you know, people out. What I understand, he was actually, he was pretty good. He was pretty good. And uh, my mom, she's, she's always had uh, her abilities and her gifts, but never necessarily um, developed them in any kind of way. So they were just, um, you know, kind of part of the background. And I think that was also part of the struggle, right, when you're surrounded by people that maybe have the gifts but aren't in touch with them or in tune with them. And so you're feeling one thing, but you're being told another. That can create a lot of yes. dissonance and a lot of struggle that can cause, well, for me anyway, cause me to want to seek clarity. <laughs> I really need to know. I need to understand. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. So did you actually hear about the word empath, like, like, like when you were younger, or did that come a lot later? <laughs> oh, yeah. It definitely came a lot later. So um, as a child, I always had uh, labels uh, that I struggled with, you know, just being considered um, imaginative or um, spacey <laughs> or unfocused. Or, spacey? You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, you know, even um, having, like, behavioral challenges, like it was hard for me to focus. Or I was actually just talking about uh. this yesterday, how – you know, just going back to memories in school of, like, you know, being tested for certain things and, like, they wanted to put me on um, Ritalin for a while and they thought, you know, that I had all these issues because I, I wasn't performing in the way that uh, was expected. And it turns out they, you know, they did testing and it found, they found out that I had, like, a higher IQ. So they're like, okay, well, that's not the issue. <laughs> so, uh, oh, cute. Like, <laughs> I'm glad they didn't put you on <laughs> Right. No, no, definitely not. No, thank goodness my childhood I felt very different I felt very um it was always it was always a challenge to connect with people you know I felt like I loved everyone and I got along with everyone but at the same time I never really felt understood by anyone and it felt really lonely and really challenging and that actually sparked um really many years of my life of just feeling really bad about myself um giving my power away very easily you know I struggled a lot with victimization of just like putting myself in situations where I was totally disempowered and, you know, trusted others to have my best interests at heart. And, uh, you know, it never or rarely turns out that way. <laughs> and so I, uh, I encountered a lot of challenges, a lot of challenges. And, um, yeah, and there a lot of pain, right, a lot of pain, a lot of traumatic situations. But sometimes that's uh, the necessary ingredients to catalyze uh, an awakening. And I, I most, most of my, my childhood leading up into my young adult life, you know, as creative as I was and as imaginative as I was and as kind and loving as I was, I never felt happy. I never felt fulfilled. And uh, I got to a point where I became very, very ill, very ill, like one of those fun um, mystery diagnoses that just kind of keeps you looping in the medical system, searching for answers. And, you know, spending Doctor a whole shopping, lot of money. yeah. Exactly, exactly, yeah. And no one could tell me what the issue was, but they could throw out these huge, scary, intimidating words like, you know, chronic Lyme disease or fibromyalgia or lupus or, hmm, we think you might have a brain tumor. <laughs> like there were all these oh, geez. things. <laughs> yeah, that, oh, my gosh. Know, so, yeah, it was, it was very, like, fear, it was very fear-based, right, very fear-based. I operated in a lot of fear. And, uh, yeah, I spent three years very, very sick, like bedridden, wheelchair-bound, completely dependent on other people, level of sick. And it just, 
you know, it took me to a place where I was like, this is, this is no way to live. And so that, all of that, it was like hitting a wall, right? That was the, that was a tower moment. That was the moment where I was like, I'm, I'm desperate. I need to, I need to do something. I need to change my life in a way that, that makes it worth being here because this is no way to live. And that's when I really started vigilantly seeking more clarity, more truth. Like, how do I live a better, happier, wholer life? And it, and it started with me. It started with me having to explore, you know, what's, what's blocking me from my peace? And, uh, and there was a lot in the way. <laughs> there was a lot in the way. Yeah. So here you are disabled, basically, on the physical sense, mm-hmm. like in bed, mm-hmm. you know, not mm-hmm. really able to do much work at all. You know, like, where do you get the strength to, like, go within and figure things out? Like, give, give us kind of like a play-by-play a little bit on, <laughs> on how that evolved. Yeah. So, uh, you know, not, not to get too heavy too early in the day, but, you know, I got to a really dark place. I got to a really dark place. And, you know, to this day, I always say it's, it was the seed of the universe that was within me. Like, that was the, that was the last bit of light that I had because I, I got to a moment within my existence where I was just absolutely miserable. I felt completely isolated. Even though I was dependent on people, um, there really weren't a lot of people in my life. And, you, you know, when you have that kind of illness for a long time, people, they're, they're around at first, but then, you know, it's like, well, you're not yeah. getting any better, so this is just the way that it is, right? So I felt... Yeah, they kind of old. give up, but not because they're, me- they're ne- negative people. They just are exasperated. They don't know what to do. Yeah, exactly. What else can they do, right? What else can they do? And it's one of those things like no one's really going to say like, "Hey, this is your problem." <laughs> but it, it got to that. Well, point they where, yeah, they might not know to say that or what to say about it without feeling like right. they're blaming you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I I just got to a point where everyone that I was looking to for answers, whether it be you know social circle, medical uh, network, you know wh- whatever, I was not able to find any kind of answers outside of myself. And I was left in this existence of, of just depression and literal physical pain and suffering. I would have these, um, I called them pain seizures. I don't know what the real term is, but my entire body, every single muscle would spasm, but yet I was conscious for this at the same time. So I was aware that this was happening, but I couldn't stop it. And my entire body would like spasm and seize. And it would, it would just be the most excruciating pain I ever felt in my life. And it would last for a couple of minutes. And this would happen, like, randomly throughout the day. You never know when it was going to come. And it was, it was just it was excruciating. And I got to a place in, in my life where I, I literally reached the end. And I remember there was a moment in bed where I was seriously contemplating, like, I have a decision to make. I, I either need to be done living this way or I need to do, do something, reach for something in order to make a shift. And, and I remember that the last little bit was my cat. Uh, I have I have a cat, fourteen year old, or he's gonna be fifteen this year. He held a bedside vigil, and I remember he kept me company the entire duration of this illness. And something about that last connection, it was like he he gave me hope. It's like, man, if I'm not here, who's gonna love him like I do? You know, who's gonna who's gonna see him like I do, right? And so it was like that little tiny little bit of glimmer that was like, okay, well, I'm still needed here, so I'm gonna make the decision. Like, how do I? How do I heal myself? How do I start bringing peace back into my life, right, and relief and, and clarity and understanding? But I didn't, you know, necessarily know that's what I was seeking at the time. I just wanted – I was desperate. I just wanted to be out of pain. I just wanted to, like, be able to function again. You know, I just wanted to be a participant in my own life again. And looking back, I see that that was 
that it was like that little bit of light, you know, that connection to my cat, Judy, that little bit of light, that's, that's what it was, that, that love, that connection, that bond that kept me motivated. It kept me going. And, you know, now I look back and I'm, I'm so incredibly grateful for it because it's like, my goodness, I have so much work to do here. <laughs> so glad I did right? <laughs> yeah, totally. So, yeah, so it seems to me like the first thing, I mean, you're, we call it like the abyss. Some people call it dark night of the soul, you know, where, or, or spiritual yeah. awakening isn't very fun, you know, where we get to that lowest of the lowest of the lows. We don't <laughs> think we can go any lower. Yeah. We don't really want to go on anymore, at least not this way. Then we have that choice. Do I check out on some level, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it be suicide in my case or something else, or do we choose to live? And then if we choose to live, which is what you first committed to, you choose to Mm -hmm. live, and that beacon of hope is through your kitty cat, that love, um, you know, that anchor for you uh, that you made the choice. So, So after making that choice, do you remember what the next thing was that came into your awareness to self heal? I do. Yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> to be honest with you, that in that moment, it's, it's, it's funny, I have the worst memory, but that moment in time is burned in my memory, obviously because of its importance. But it's, it's funny because mm. I remember, like, making that decision, like, okay, I'll stay here. And then I just, I passed out and I slept for hours. <laughs> I remember just, like, mm. that was such a, a weight off, right? That was such a shift of energy. I literally just, like, passed out and slept for hours. And I remember the next day feeling, um, the best way I can describe it was curiosity. So I didn't know what intuition was. I didn't know what, you know, being guided was. I didn't know any of that at the time. I just knew I had a curiosity to start researching, hey, maybe there's a book out there. I don't know. I just, there's, there's a book. Maybe I should get a book and start reading how to, how to take care of myself. And I remember feeling curious enough, and I came across this book called From Fatigue to Fantastic. Oh, my God, that's exactly the same book I got. Oh, my God, really? (laughs) Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. I got to tell Dr. Teitelbaum that. (laughs) Oh, my God. God. There's no such thing as coincidences. (laughs) Yeah, we're like sisters, right? Like, you're blonde, but, you know. (laughs) Sister from another mystery. (laughs) Wow. Oh, that is so funny. Wow. I have chills right now. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, that's where it started, and I was like, all right, this is my new Bible. <laughs> this is it. I'm going to do everything that this book tells me to do, and, and it, you, I mean, you know, it takes you, like, through your sleep and through your, your vitamin supplementation, and basically it just brings you back to, you know, harmony, how to, how to recreate harmony within the body or at least give you a solid foundation to work from. And I started noticing very, very small changes, but, like, you know, my world was stuck and stopped so long that little changes was like whoo <laughs> it's a whole new day <laughs> and I had these improvements in my life where hey now now I'm actually able to like you know stand up and, and microwave myself at dinner you know like I could do that and that was a Aww. big deal and then <laughs> and then it was like oh I can take a shower by myself that was a big deal and then oh I'm able to like walk to the bathroom and then like scoop my, my little butt down the stairs like that was a big deal that I could go from like you know up and down the stairs on my own so it just it started incrementally, and then before I knew it, I was walking around the block again, and then I was driving part-time, and then I was working part-time, and so, like, this really started to give me that momentum, and I was like, okay, okay, like, you know, there's something to follow in this. Whenever I feel curious about something, I'm going to let myself do that. I'm going to let myself explore, and again, at the time, I didn't realize or even recognize this is my intuition kicking in. <laughs> I'm not alone on this journey. I've, I've got 
my, my higher self and my spiritual team supporting me on this, but I just kept going with it. And it just became like, like a hunger, right? Like a hunger, like I need to learn more. I need to know more. Like how else can I improve my life? How else can I better myself? Because again, remember that I always believe the secret into, you know, helping other people is to help yourself first. And this was a a radical shift for me where my entire life I was giving my energy to everyone else. What do you need? What do you need? What do you need to feel comfortable, to feel peaceful, to feel balanced, to feel loved? But I was completely neglecting myself. Now, as I'm gaining this momentum, this is a complete shift of like, what does Kate need, right? What does my body need? What is my, what do my emotions need? It was such a major Like it's shift. okay to be quote unquote selfish, which is what I never wanted to be in my whole entire life because of what I heard growing up. And I think you were probably the same. Like we judged self-care as being selfish and we were even told and reflected that's being selfish, right? So we just wanted to do yes. everything but that. And we have to get into that. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, this is this oh is the indoctrination, gosh. right? This is you, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I love this so much. I swear to God, I'm sending you air hugs right now. Like I'm just getting so excited oh. because you get this. <laughs> you, you get this. And I know air so hugs. many oh can. <laughs> and I know so many can relate to this. You know what I mean? Because I just think about like just you know talking about my upbringing. I I have a lot of love and respect for my parents and. Neither one of them is in my life right now. You know, I, I'm on speaking terms with my father. He lives across the country, and, and that's new. That's recent. That's awesome, and it's wonderful. But, you know, they've never really been um, a part of, like, hey, let's figure this out together kind of thing. My mom did for a little bit, but then was quickly like, no, nah, I don't trust this. <laughs> I'm not sure where you're going. Wow. Situation. So she, she ducked out. But, yeah, so, like, this is uh... something where you, you have to be your own advocate. Right? Like you have to be the ambassador of your own life. You have to be your your own, I'm uh, using the word vigilante. All right, your own cheerleader. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, because we, we so many people, I'm sure, on the call understand this as well, because I wanted it as well, is we want our loved ones to be there for us in the way we want them to be there. And they may not yeah. be able to do that. And we still keep wanting, 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 wanting something that isn't possible, not knowing that we can give that to ourselves. Yes. And I mean, I'm sure we've all experienced that. It's like where you just, you want, whether it be like a crush <laughs> or a teacher or whatever, we've had that experience of unrequited love. It's like, oh, I just want so badly for you to like love me and see me and understand me. But then how often are we neglecting to do that for ourselves, right? Are we really listening to ourselves? Are we really understanding ourselves and holding that space for ourselves? So this, this was a, I mean, it was, it was a wicked journey, and honestly, I'm still physically recouping from this. Like, I'm still just just a couple months ago, I started focusing on realigning my spine and, and um, retraining my core. And I haven't technically been sick. You know, I've been out of the bedridden status for oh my gosh, maybe seven years now. So this is you know, it's still a journey. And I, I always say I'm a work in oh, progress, yeah. but that's that's the beauty part of of expansion, right? It's, it's fractals. Like any little progress you get or any momentum you build, you can, you know, you can hang out, you take a couple steps back. That's cool. That's okay. But then you can continue forward and build on the momentum that you've already created for yourself. And that's, yes. And I see that in wellness leaders and you are a wellness leader. Wellness leaders aren't 
necessarily, I mean, health, you know, health and wellness leaders I'm talking about, you know, are not necessarily yeah. in perfect health. That's, that's not what it's about. It's not about some sort of pie-in-the-sky perfection. We're never sick. We never go through anything. No, 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 because we, how are we supposed to coach and mentor people if we can't understand where they're at and where right. we have been? And the process and wellness leaders keep going. <laughs> if that is like one key they keep going and they can yeah. continue being curious. And Kate, you're going to laugh at this. Okay. So, okay. So everyone, Kate and I are both in the wellness leadership Academy. Okay. And we learn how to share some of our, you know, uh, share some of our magic in a way that we can explain things to people that they can kind of remember. So I'm seeing all these things coming up as Kate's talking. So Kate's probably already done this already, but I'm, I'm just going to share what I'm hearing. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so Kate, it was like step one, you had to commit so that's a C, right? Yeah. Commit. Yeah. So commitment, commit. Yeah. And then number two was curiosity. Yeah. Curiosity. Yeah. And uh, number three I got was care, like self-care. Like you committed yeah. and you, you were curious and then you started to care for yourself, not for everybody else, but care for yourself. And the fourth yeah. C I see is celebration. I know it doesn't start with a C sound. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a C. <laughs> so you were celebrating all these little wins, yes. big or small. Oh. So you could – you could have yeah. chose to focus on what was wrong, yeah. But you, right. but you didn't. You you were you were very um, uh, you know, uh, disciplined, if you will, in going. Oh, I can do this now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, I can do this now. I can shower now. Wow, cool. You know, and just kept in that curiosity. So yeah. I I think that is. Um, I just want to share with everyone, uh, you know, who's listening in, either live or on the replay. This is really, really key because I, I know sometimes people yeah. go, oh, well, I just want to get from A to Z and kind of magically, can you do that for me? <laughs> mm, 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 uh, mm. It's like, eh, no, no. But yeah. there are delineating for people here is those key steps that does work. I've it done it. Does. It's done it. Other people have done it. Um, and yes, you do have, you know, support as well. And, and that's, what's uh, really important. And actually, I just wanted to share with you a couple things on the chat that came through, Kate. Yeah. Um, and we'll yeah. go into the phones in a little bit. Um, so uh, one gal, I, I don't know her real name, but I'm, she's lovely dove on the, on the chat. She said yeah. that uh, her mom went through a pretty long um, depression and she'd been helping people uh, for, in her life, sounds like her mother was a sensitive soul. She had <clears throat> helped uh, many people, old and young, in terms of you know people on the brink of suicide um, mm. and other issues, and then she couldn't understand why she couldn't help herself. Her mother has since passed away, um, and it may mm. or may not have something to do with um, her brother um, having been murdered. I think I read that right. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of stuff going on here. So she's just mm -hmm. kind of expressing, you know, like that's what happened to her mom. Deteriorated kind of slowly. It it you know, it really hurt her to see her mom suffer after helping all these people. Um, so at least she's not suffering any. Oh, it's Marie. Okay. So at least she's not suffering anymore. But I think sometimes sensitive people, I, I don't know, and you're, you know, whether you have thoughts of was there maybe her mom taking um, on, you know, some of the stuff that people were feeling that she was oh, helping sure. or, yeah, that's a possibility. Sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, did you did you want me to, to comment or, or respond? Uh, yeah, anything, any other insight you might have, like why that would be the case? 
Um, yeah, for sure. Um, so, so first, I just, I really just want to commend you on like whipping out those four C's, Karen. Like that was, <laughs> that was like on the spot. <laughs> very well done. <laughs> I've, I've got the palate that. brain now. It took, it took three years, but I got it now. I can whip yeah. up those, you know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Smart cookie. <laughs> so, yeah, just to, just to respond to to what Lovely Dove shared. So one of the the things, you know, I'm just, I'm, what I'm sharing with you is my journey as Kate, the persona, right? This is what Kate incarnate, my identity, my ego. This is what I went through just to get to that breaking point of allowing myself to open. But a lot of our um, sensitive souls, you know, I like to say whether you're born with your lights on or not, meaning you know you're sensitive and you try to hide it or you've always had it but you've never been privy to it, you know, either way, it doesn't matter. You can still pick up a lot of subtle energetic information just because of who you are and how you are like energetically equipped right on a soul level and when I look at empaths again empaths star seeds earth angels you know whatever you feel you identify with whatever label you resonate with again this is a gateway for you understanding that you are a multidimensional being right you don't just exist here in a 3d you exist in many other places right you have an emotional state mental state spiritual state but you also exist in other other realms right other dimensions and when we are sensitive beings and we're born into families that have you know ancestral trauma societal wounds mental health issues you know all the above and then then some we can literally inherit that. We can inherit that within our physical bodies, like the, like crystallized karma is the way that I see it. It's, it's literally held within ourselves, right? It's a, a frequency that we carry within ourselves. And we carry it in, in multiple other spaces, right, because we are multidimensional beings. So when you start opening up and you start opening up your consciousness, you can actually first be confronted with all of the pain and all of the trauma and all of the wounds that not just you carry, but your, your family has carried before you. You know, you can look at it like we are like a like a tape, like a recording of of our ancestors. You know, all of the the problems and the issues and the and the death and the you know the murder and the famine and the struggle and the depression and right, all of it, everything that they've been through, we we carry that within us, like this ongoing recording on a soul level. So when you open up to acknowledging, hey, maybe there's more to life than just you know what's right in front of me. Maybe I have other gifts and abilities and sensitivities. You're also opening that that closet, right, where it's just like, ooh, there's some skeletons in there. And maybe our ancestors were not able to heal it or deal with it or understand it or integrate it, and so now you're being confronted with it. Right, exactly, exactly. And I I remember the first time I was doing the emotion code or racing all these uh, emotions, uh, I would say 85% were not mine. 85% were Mm. my dad's. Mom or dad's side, and I remember doing this this heart wall. I did it over three days, and I just went to town. I mean, I must have done at least an hour on myself. And I, you know, I called my parents up, um, or I gave them an email or something, and they were in Hong Kong at the time. And so I said, "Oh, and silly me!" I was like, "Oh, I'm releasing all these inherited trapped emotions. I mean, that should really help you." And my mom, being as blunt as she is, she's like, "We feel horrible." <laughs> Because we feel so depressed. I don't even feel like going out shopping and shopping through things. You love shopping. I don't feel like shopping. Both mom and, you know, your mom and dad, we are depressed. And I thought, oh, I forgot about the detox. Right? Because yeah. I can detox quickly and just know I'm just a little tired. But I kind of forgot that if I did three hours over three days, my, my parents could really detox. And mom yeah. doesn't believe me. 
nah, I don't think it's related. I think, you know, I'm just, I just forgot my LifeWay package in the other hotel, and I'm sure, you know, it'll be fine. And the funny thing is she did go back that day and put them on, and she, she was fine. And I think what it was mm-hmm. is that the energy just had to move faster. So, oh, for huh. sure. And and yeah, I have to tell yeah, you, by the by, those lightweight patches, those those lightweight patches really expedite physical clearing, like big time, <laughs> big time. Like everything to be <laughs> aware of. Your, yeah, if you're shifting through energy, like the body, it is the densest energy, so densest messenger. So if you're shifting energy, the body will try to keep up. And if you have the light wave patches, it actually accelerates that, that detox process. I have found in my experience. So no no doubt there's something to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Me too, me too. I mean, uh, I, mean I, I still love physical manual therapies because I just really enjoy them, you know, yeah. and, uh, in addition to, to patches. So, and, of course, I want to support my local friends who are massage therapists. <laughs> Oh, heck yeah. Wellness, uh, wellness people as well. I'm like, give us a business, especially now after the COVID pandemic. I'm like, as soon as they're open, I'm going to book a bunch of appointments, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Kate, one, one, of the th- one of the things that we wanted to uh, ask you about is that um, you talk about the different kinds of empaths. So in your, like, definition or vernacular, what what do you mean by that? Yeah. Yeah. So, again, my my teaching is more so a gateway to understanding. So, what I understand is that everything has a voice. Everything has a language because anything that has energy, you're able to connect with it and communicate with it, and especially if there's a consciousness or sentience behind that energy as there is with, you know, plants or animals or fellow humans, crystals, right, even aliens, our, our cosmic friends, uh, there is a sentience. And we have the ability to not just connect with that energy but also communicate with it. So, what I do is I teach people to focus on when they're developing to focus on what really directly resonates naturally, right? So what, what is something that's it's already open, it's already accessible, it's already available as far as your empathic gifts and abilities. So an example would be, you know, let's say as a child, you've always felt very connected to animals. Um, you know, animals were always your friends. You, you, maybe you were like me, you preferred to have stuffed animals over Barbie dolls because you just got them. You know what I mean? You just understood them. <laughs> and, you know, maybe you, you attracted a wounded animals to show up on your doorstep to be rehabilitated or, you know, you go to someone's house for the first time and rather than talking to the people, you connect with the animals. Right, so maybe this is something that you've noticed throughout your life and you just have a natural inclination or gravitation towards, towards our, our animal friends and family members. And so this is an area that I would, I would encourage one to focus on to expand their empathic abilities and learn how to communicate with different animals. And what this does, not only are you, like, super baller because now you can actually <laughs> communicate with animal life and animal friends and, and, you know, help resolve issues or help heal illness or help, you know, gain clarity and, and information from certain situations. But what you're doing is you're also learning a new methodology of communication on an energetic level. So rather than just like, eh, I don't know, the dog looks fine, you know, she's not behaving weird, you're able to connect with her in a different way that it's just like, yeah, well, she's just not complaining, but actually there's something going on with her hip that causes her to slow down, and this is why she's sleeping in late and blah, 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 right? So you're actually able to get more information. Communicating that way, it's all through the heart space, right? It, as the more you open up your heart, the more that you uh, connect in that way and connect into these subtle vibrations, you're learning new ways of speaking to your environment, new ways of communicating with the universe. And again, this is fractal. This is something that you can then build upon. 
you can then start to communicate with uh, plants or connect with people emotionally or whatever it is that you feel called to build upon next. Or maybe that's your service, right, that you offer the world is being an animal communicator or, you know, working in a, in a situation where you can actually bring peace and calming and soothing, like maybe you volunteer at a shelter and you bring your gifts there. You can actually apply oh, your gifts and then live with passion. Uh, not that he mm. necessarily knows a lot, like, you know, mentally understands a lot about plants, but our, our house looks like mm. a jungle inside, <laughs> and he keeps adopting cool. plants. Well, we stop now because we don't have room. But anyway, so <laughs> he'll be like, oh, the plants are thirsty, right? He'll start getting really thirsty, and then he'll realize the plants are thirsty, calling for Aww. him to water them. And then he'll water yeah. them, and he'll stop being thirsty. Oh, so, that's just yeah, my heart. example. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an example of, yeah. of, of, you know, that kind of thing. It's just a natural thing. And uh, I'm not necessarily, <clears throat> unless I specifically talk to them and tune in, um, I'll talk to them, not, not you know, listen necessarily, uh, and unless I'm <laughs> guided to, uh, like a one I think is several weeks ago, there was something about the trees missing humans outside. I'm like, really? You miss us? Really? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. You know, so, yeah, we did a little healing about that, but I just thought that was hilarious. I'm like, really? Aren't you happy we're not, like, polluting you guys? Like, you know, but no, they actually missed us. <laughs> So I was like, okay, let's go hug a tree. This, you know, but yeah, but yeah. I'm not. Um, yeah, so I'm more. Well, I, I think I was an empath for Mother Earth for a while, uh, where yeah. naturally yeah. my energies would just be used to heal her. And yeah. um, someday I'd be like, okay, my knee hurts for no reason. What's going on? You know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Korea. Korea's just about to kill each other. Okay, let's. Okay, let's oh, send yeah. you know healing to Korea, and then my knee would get better. So. <laughs> I don't know if you have any stories like that, but. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and what you're describing, that's what I would call a geo-sentient empath. So you are Ah, connected into the, mm -hmm, you're connected into the entire, realistically speaking. Yeah, some of my patients uh, can feel when earthquakes are coming, like big ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. And it's it's not just a fluke or it's not just like, oh, I'm above me or, you know, (laughs) it's nothing like that. This is like. It's, it's instinctual at the same time it's a part of our makeup because realistically speaking, I believe that we all, if you are in human form, we all have this ability, again, because of how we exist on multiple dimensional or multiple, multidimensional right. levels, right? So our, our first dimension is, is our connection with Mother Earth, right? Mother Gaia. It's, it's the sacred union that we are in. It is the fact that we are here. And if we, you know, are connecting in with her and we're able to read her and, and communicate with her like you are, this is how I, I would term geosentient empathy um i do have i have a bunch of videos on youtube but i have a video or two videos i think it's like from two years ago uh they're titled empath education one of them's uh, all the different signs if you think that you're an empath you're not really sure but you know you want to explore it more it goes through 30 different a list of 30 different um you know character traits or you know i hate to use the term symptoms but sometimes great we'll post that in our light warrior network group yeah Yeah, that sounds great yeah, because the part two is all about the different types, different types of empathy. Yeah, and you also mentioned, because you're talking about listening too, which is such a, an astute observation because listening, is, it's, it's half of it, right? Learning how to listen differently. Because if you think about, like, you know, in conversation, for, for the most part, just getting around in this world, I don't know if anyone has ever worked in, like, corporate America, <laughs> just the exchange, like the status quo is, if someone is talking, you already have to line up the next thing that you're going to say in response. Right, it's a very like logical mental thing, and there isn't really a whole lot of like listening or honoring or holding space for. 
And that's a big, big part of developing your empathic abilities is learning how to listen differently. So the fact that you were talking, you know, your husband is saying, oh, the plants are thirsty because it's like he's, he's tuning in, right? He's listening differently where other people yeah. are just like, oh, I don't even notice a plant. <laughs> you know, I'm not even, I'm not even. Well, that's, that's me most in. days, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's God, funny. That's <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I don't uh, listen too much, and it's yeah. And and actually, one of the healers way back when, uh, one of my mentors said something about, "Oh, you're so connected." To, she's a real sweetheart. She's like, "You're so connected to Mother Earth," and I'm like, "What? I'm from the city. <laughs> like, I don't go barefoot out there. It's like, ew, you know. Like, I yeah. as a kid, I'd be like, ew, spiders, ew, ants, ew, you know, worms, you know. And I was like, you got to be kidding yeah. me." You know, and, and, and then I really thought about what she said, and then I realized my body was reflecting what was going on Mother Earth that needed healing, and I was like, yeah. okay. So didn't know that <laughs> until really <laughs> recently. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, yeah. It can really cause issues if you don't know what's going on. You think, like, well, I have a bad knee. My problem is the knee. My body is against me, right? And so then the, you can actually manifest yeah. more of that. Right? We can manage well, yes, well, now we I do have it, a Right? Sometimes we owe <laughs> the symptom, and it's not ours. Exactly. It's so true. And, you know, when I, when I work with people, when I teach them, is you've got to start off with, again, putting, putting the oxygen mask on yourself first, right? Let's get you getting to a point where you feel like your vibration is raised, your energy is clear. And sometimes that can take many, many, many years just to get to that point. Right, just to get to the point where it's like you're even paying attention to the fact that you have a vibration. <laughs> because people don't mention this every day. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's like, oh, how's the weather? How are the kids? You know, how, how's money looking? Right. How's the job? No one's like, how's your vibration lately? <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's like, how is your physical 3D existence? You know, that's kind of what we're saying yeah. a lot of times when yeah. we're connecting with people. You know, we don't say, how is your multidimensional self aside from your physical, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So we have, so, Kate, we have a whole bunch of people with their hands up. So if you feel this is a good time, we can we can do some uh, connecting in, and and uh, we have some folks also in the chat as well. Uh, the guest yeah. call in number, if you want to raise your hand to speak to Kate, is eight one eight five one four eleven ninety. Hit one, so we know your hands up. Again, if you're live on the show today, the the code uh, the area code is eight one eight, and then the number is five one four. 1190 and hit one in your dial pad so your hands up because if it's not up I won't be able to well I can unmute you but we won't know that you want to be uh, unmuted um, so let me just take a look here I just want to check into the chat okay so let's take a look at the numbers so I'm going to go in order here uh, so area code so what we want to do is when we unmute you you can say your first name and just let us know what your question is for Kate a lot of times the questions we ask are going to be applicable to other people on the call as well so just everyone just you know tune in and 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 just you know anything that happens if it resonates with you then then awesome you can kind of receive at the same time um, and then what we'll do is we'll ask you to kind of summarize so we don't, uh, because there's so many people on the call who would like to speak to Kate, so if you could, you know, just uh, give us like a minute summary of what's going on so then Kate can tune in and, you know, use some of her superpowers, give you some mentoring and advice or, and or healing if, if appropriate, uh, and then we can move on to the next person. And I might cut you off if, it, if you, you're talking too much. So, <laughs> so, so I'm just going to go ahead and with that said, we're going to go ahead and unmute area code 
678. Hi, who's this? Hello, this is Marilyn. Hi. Hey, Marilyn. Hi. Um, so I don't know if I can ask a question about my husband, Richard Phillips, who he thinks he may have early onset Parkinson's and trying to figure out if there's anything like a you know, like a neurotoxin or a spirochete or something that could be affecting it. Um, so I don't know if we could, if I could act as a surrogate for him. Did you get his permission for us to do an, a reading and or healing? Or well, I'm around? always asking him if I can do that, and he seems open, but he doesn't want to get on the phone and call. Oh, no, yeah, he doesn't have to get on the phone. I, well, I'm going to leave it up to Kate then to decide yay or nay. Okay. Yeah, it, it actually feels feels good to me. <laughs> um, it's interesting because just as I'm I'm feeling into your your question, Marilyn, um, I I feel a lot of similarities b- between um, my own experience and and Richard's energy. And what's interesting is I feel, um, you know, as as I know you're asking more on on a physical level, but you can't help but focus on the energy <laughs> of what's of what's going on energetically with him. And I feel that there's um, a belief. It's it's a it's a it's a belief. Okay, so they're they're bringing me down into his. Okay, this is how he connects. Okay, interesting. Okay, so they're, they're bringing me down into his root, um, and it's a belief that he carries of. Uh, yeah, it's it's my body being against me, right? It's very similar to my body being against me. This is something that I cannot control, and this is an uncontrollable variable that is against me, and so I feel that it's a. Just to speak very plainly, what I'm the word that I'm hearing is there's there's a helplessness, there's a helplessness, and I feel that in order for him to find relief and the I'm hearing appropriate therapy, so it makes me feel like there might be a therapeutic regimen that would uh, provide physical relief as far as his physical body in order to to align with the the, the therapy that I feel that would support him best. Um, I feel that there needs to be a they're saying cognitive decision, okay? So a shift, a mental decision, a cognitive decision in order to uh, move into his own, what I would call manifestation ability, the fact that he can actually create health for himself. Because right now, it's, 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 it's to be very honest and to put it lovingly, it's, there's a learned helplessness here. And, and again, I, I completely relate and I completely identify with this. I, and I, I get it. I, I feel for him. But, again, it, there's, there needs to be that shift in order to align with receiving the therapy. It, 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 again, I keep hearing it. I'm stuck on the word therapy, therapy. So this, this feels like a, an ongoing treatment. There's something about um, – I'm not sure what to call it. Again, so I am not a medical professional. I always want to throw that disclaimer. I, I don't have a medical background. aside from my own interest in anatomy, biology, my own experience. But they're showing me an image of, like, a like a um, an IV drip. So this could be, like um, – vitamin supplement or some kind of like, uh, um, again, I don't even know what to call it, like an infusion or something that he would go in regularly for some kind of some drip. So there's something in that along those lines that feels like it would be, again, I, I'm stuck on that word therapeutic. So it feels like it would be a therapy that would be highly beneficial, but he needs to shift his energy first in order to open up to receive the healing benefits of it. I, I hope that helps. Yeah, yeah. well, he that has done awesome. IV drips, but are you seeing like maybe a stem cell? IV um, as a therapeutic um, that would be stronger than the not vitamin really, C. There is no such thing yet. Um, there's glutathione. Well, he drip. uses. Uh, yeah, he he used stem cell. Well, he PRP. Um, he uses the stem cell patch, but um, 
to to strengthen that. So, so is, to, to be honest, there's something I'm I'm focusing on vitamin C. I'm not sure if there's there's something to that. Uh, again, I'm not a medical professional, so what I'm doing is I'm yeah. reaching out to see if there's there's some information within his energy that it's not able to land yet, right? Like it's nearby, ready to receive, but it's not able to land yet. And they're showing me vitamin C specifically, but there's it's not just vitamin C alone. There's some kind of like what I would call there's a compound. So it feels like it's vitamin C and there's all these other things yeah, that are part of it. There's something called a mock. There's a vitamin C mocktail. I can't remember the name of it either, but it's a, a combination <laughs> a of stuff. Yeah, the, yeah, the Myers. Yeah. Yeah, that, thank you. Yeah, That's he, it. <laughs> Yeah, so in terms of the any particular their um a strategy for reducing the learned helplessness, any type of MP three or healing or um thing I can do or he can do that would help um help with that uh, thought process or that alignment. Because of the, the mental resistance um, and I'm also hearing restriction. So because of the mental resistance slash mental restriction that he places upon himself, it's, it's how do I say this? Um, it is like this filter that he has within his mental space that's like, well, only only what's acceptable, like only what he deems acceptable will I entertain. Yep. And I feel that he's going to actually do his best work in a dreamscape when his defenses are down <laughs> So okay. if he's able to listen to, like, um, affirmations or um, guided, I don't want to say guided meditation, but more affirmations or even binaural beats, really, um, if he's able to, to be in a, a dream state, uh, really affirmations are weighing the strongest. So just empowering, like like reprogramming himself so that he has new programs of self-empowerment, self-belief. Uh, I'm hearing also self, self-discipline in a new way. Because I feel that he has had discipline in the past, but it's almost, like, misapplied. And now it's like we're going to shift yep. that same level of determination and we're going to apply it in a way that is now going to empower and move more towards healing and health. Okay. Ooh, well, that's then, good. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Marilyn, so, um, I'm just because I know a lot of people, uh, Kate, maybe, you know, I don't know whether you'll feel this, but, uh, you know, one of the things I've used in the past for my uh, patients who might not be like so woo-woo like like mm-hmm. I am now, mm-hmm. but back then we mm-hmm. used to use a subliminal CDs. And mm-hmm. um, my colleague, Eldon Taylor, who's a best-selling author, uh, he, the technology he uses, um, you can't actually hear the affirmations. Um, a little bit you can hear in, on for the left brain. The right brain, it's actually backwards and scrambled, so you can't actually hear them. But um, they, they, they're specifically labeled for certain things like mm-hmm. health or wealth or whatever. And so he might be at that stage where he might be willing to, you know, try something like that, which is less woo-woo and just more like, okay, you know. That feels um, great. That feels ideal. That's a great suggestion. Absolutely. Well, what about yeah, a so Marilyn, one, you two? Can, well, you what can always direct to, it to him, but that's going to be too woo-woo for him to do himself. Okay, he might not right. be open mm-hmm. to that yet. Um but uh, you can always ask the Ascension to do in a transmutational bubble around him. But then he definitely <laughs> needs chores, like Kate said, right? Like he needs to take, you know, be the empowered healer of himself rather than you mm-hmm. being the healer of him. You can suggest things, mm-hmm. offer things, and see what resonates, you know? Uh, but that was an amazing read. I'm, I'm just going to meet you, Marilyn, because we need to sure. move on. Um, sure. Yes, thank you for that question. Well, so Kate, people Marilyn. probably... 
Yeah, pe- people are probably wondering, how did you get that information, Kate? What did you feel in your body? What were you doing, actually, <laughs> when you were doing a reading? Uh, yeah, so it's interesting. In order to connect with Richard, so Marilyn carries him in her heart. <laughs> so when she was asking uh-huh. questions, she, she, I was looking at her almost like, like a field nurse. Like she's just like, what, what can I bring back to my, my nest in order to, to help my man feel better? And so I just I felt the compassion. And so I was very yeah. easily able to connect to his energy through her heart. And as soon as I was in his energy, I'm like off looking to the side in the mental realm. I was barely in the body. I was all in the mental space. So where I was, uh, I was getting ideas, I was seeing images, and uh, there's this feeling of, like, recall is the best way I can describe it. It's almost like memories of my own are lit up, and I'm shown images that correlate to someone else's experience. Because, you know, <laughs> it's funny, one of my, my um, part of my contract, part of my agreement with my team is like, all right, if I'm going to be of service, I want to transmute all of the pain and suffering and trauma I went through, and I want to apply it towards good. So there's a lot that I've experienced in my own life that really does benefit a lot of other people because, like, I found I found the other side of it, right? I found my way out of it. So that that's what was. Oh yeah, very cool, very cool. Yeah. So it sounds like you're using multiple senses right now. So I don't want people to feel like, oh my gosh, I have to be like Kate. No, you. Everyone, be like you. Okay. (laughs) Kate's been doing this for a while. But remember where she started, right? Like with all that struggle yeah. and pain and all that kind of stuff. And so Kate's been just disciplined and curious and, and, you know, evolving these different aspects. So, yes, she can see clairvoyantly. Yes, she can hear clairvoyantly. Yes, she can feel clairvoyantly, you know, that kind of thing. But it doesn't mean yeah. you can't do that if you're listening. You just have to, you know, just play. Play and, yeah. and be curious and continue um, that is, it's so cool. We we love what you're doing, Kate. This is so cool. I, I'm just writing down. Oh my gosh, there's so many people with their hand up. Oh boy. Okay, so we better move <laughs> on here. <laughs> All right. So again, so I'm gonna unmute the next person. I'm gonna say your area code, say your name, and just you know, if you can keep your question down to about a minute, so we can do some work, that'd be awesome. And then Kate, you can certainly just you know let me know if you need a break or pause or anything like that. Will do. Thank you. All right, so area code 540. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Lynn. Hey, Lynn. Can you? Hi. Um, I'll be quick. I am super sensitive, um, not as much as you two maybe, but uh, I'm sort of feeling like I'm between a rock and a hard place. Uh, I'm part of a manifesting group, uh, masterminding, where we're concentrating on moving from 3D to 5D and working on ourselves exclusively, not expecting the people around us to change. Um, On the other hand, as a sensitive person, I have a problem with my husband sometimes. I react (laughs) so quickly. I have the kind of background you mentioned, Kate, with lots of mental health issues. My father killed himself. That It goes way back generations, I'm certain. You know, I've been on this journey mm-hmm. for a long time. So that part doesn't surprise me. But I believe I'm an empath, and I was born into a totally dysfunctional family. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I should be just working to um, heal myself emotionally, which I have been, I mean, for decades, or um, if there is something going on, like putting up a shield. I listened to Judith Orloff, too. She says, put up a shield so that you're not emotionally affected by other people. Mm-hmm. Does that ring any bells? Yeah. So um, just as I'm 
I'm feeling into your energy, Lynn. I, I have to tell you, you are just so precious. You really have just the sweetest, most compassionate heart of gold. And I, I have to say, you feel um, – you, you naturally, you feel like you already do operate in the 3D. It's almost like you've gotten into the habit of anchoring into, into – I'm sorry, 5D. But you've gotten into the habit of anchoring into the 3D because of your environment, because of those that you care for, because of your – your circumstances, basically your, your life and your environment. So I just want to reassure you that, that you are on path. You are doing great work. But what I'm feeling is is introversion. And um, if you've ever heard the term like the hermit, right, to, to be a hermit, I feel that, that you actually do your best work. I'm, I'm literally having visions of you, like, like finding stones and then burying them in different places of the yard just because it feels right, just because, like, it, it's, it's a, an exercise of connecting in with, with energy and seeing um, what you're sensing, what you're feeling. And I feel that part of it, what's holding you back is, you know, trying to, that, you know, they're saying 3D is habit forming. Your guys are very funny. <laughs> I like that. 3D is habit forming. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 see a meme, I see a meme coming up, Kate, so keep that in mind. Yeah. I, I, couldn't meme, 3D is I, I, I couldn't understand you. You said 3D what? It's, it's habit forming. So oh, it's, okay. it's almost like you've developed a habit of being in the 3D. But, but naturally, I actually feel you're very playful. You're very compassionate. But it's almost like you're not given enough um, or allowing, allowing yourself to have that, like, lone, 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 I want to call it loner playtime. It's the best way to describe it. Like, you, you just frolic and have fun on your own alone introvertedly and just talking about shielding i do encourage people to play with and explore uh shielding techniques so there's many different shielding techniques ultimately what i would love to see for you is to get to a place that you don't even need shielding because you are just so much in your power right but i look at shielding as almost like empath training wheels because yep. this world is so dense and there's so much that's coming in and it's overstimulating, right? And it's just like, oh, it's just a bombardment, right? It's energy and you've got other people's energy. And, you know, if you're suffering is the best way to put it, suffering from frequency entanglement, which is what I, I feel that you are, my love, is we need to get to a place where it's like, you know what, just push it back, push it back, push it back, right? Push the energy out of your energy. Do whatever you can to clear your energy. And then, bam, visualize a bubble. Put, put a shield over your chest. Um, put yourself in a mirrored ball, right? If someone is, is throwing uh, negativity or you just kind of feel that psychic attack or, you know, negative low vibration energy coming your way, you can even visualize yourself in a mirrored ball so that energy, it just reflects off of you, right? So that the sender can actually feel what they're putting out. So a lot of people are not necessarily aware of the energy that they're sending out. You can definitely play with shielding, but as you continue to progress with your work of, of taking your anchor up from the 3D and ascending and raising your vibration more and more, again, what I would love to see for you is, is that deeper empowerment of shielding isn't even necessary. I just reject any energy that is not mine. Okay. I really do want to be Beautiful. in five. I've been told for years that I'm on the ascension process. Maybe we all are. I don't understand it completely. But uh, so as I heard you, you said, I I do have a Bigfoot in 5D, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that's encouraging. Thank you so much. It oh, is. you're totally welcome. That's great, Lynn. Oops, I, I just muted you. Sorry. We have to move on. But just to um, just to summarize, uh, Kate mentioned for you, Lynn, that, that, you know, just having your own 
solo playtime. I tell that to the kids that I mentor as well is that, you know, them being in a cubicle with a thousand other people is not the ideal job for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they need no their bueno. nature time. They need to be alone. And it is okay to be alone. Yeah. Like you do not have to like be at the beck and call of our family, husband, whatever, all the time. Yeah. So it's really, really great advice. I love that. Burying stones. <laughs> <laughs> So grounded, <laughs> uh, but in a 5D way. I love that. Fun. That's great. Okay. So we're going to get to our next caller here, Ari code 641. Hi, who's this? Hi, it's Philippa. Hey, Philippa. Hi. Um, what can we do to help So you? I have a question sort of along the lines of the last caller, um, except I – have spent most of my time alone and I'm struggling to be in the world generally. I've come to a a halt. Um, I'm very empathic and sensitive and mostly misunderstood. So I'm just asking how I forward absolutely thank you for your question love um so i first and foremost i'm I'm sending you a great big hug i feel like you just need some nurturing (laughs) i also feel you're yeah absolutely absolutely and i feel honestly your your body your body is speaking to me the loudest, believe it or not, um, because what I'm feeling is that your your essence, you're, you're, you kind of live above the ground. <laughs> this is what I would call existential homesickness. Right? I, I feel that there's a, a difficulty in feeling at home here, feeling feeling grounded here, finding your place here, and I and I it's almost like I'm literally seeing your, the way that you move around the world. Your feet are just dangling three feet above the earth. <laughs> You're just like floating through your existence. And when when I'm feeling with this, um, I I I want to share with you what I'm seeing, but at the same time, I want to point you in a direction that you can actually learn more and discover more. Um, so I have, again, I have a video on my YouTube channel. It's, it's called Existential Homesickness, right, when you, when you have uh, feelings like you don't belong here. That will uh, share a lot more information on this topic. Uh, at the same time, what I'm feeling is, oh, oh, I feel so much for you, love. So, yes, you absolutely are sensitive. You absolutely, um, yes, I'm hearing a lot of tr- a struggle and a lot of challenge, a lot of challenge, a lot of struggle. So you definitely bumped into uh, it's basically a, a, the equivalent is not here, not here. Like it's almost like you're you're looking for your place. You're looking for where do I establish? Where do I root myself? And I keep feeling in your experience, it's like nope, not here. Nope, this isn't it either. Nope, nope, nope. And it's almost this feeling of like feeling rejected or dejected. And it's kind of like you know, hey, if no one wants me at this party, I'm just gonna go home. Like that's that's what I'm feeling within your energy. And yeah. what I feel, yeah. And what I feel is that there's a need to, um, <laughs> to put it very simply, ignite your passions, right? To to rediscover and ignite your passions. And I feel that you're you are very creative in the sense, like when I'm seeing you in your alone time, you you do tend to. I don't know. There's okay. They're showing me like ebbs and flows. So there are ebbs and flows. There's like 
stretches of nothingness, which is actually really wonderful. And then I also see stretches of, of creativity, like you're, you're getting into things, you're creating things. And so I feel that if you can nurture your creativity a bit more, and, okay, here's a suggestion that's coming through. So connect with um, elements of yourself that you maybe explored as a child that just came naturally. So as a child, when you think back, what were things that just naturally inspired you, that naturally, you know, you gravitated towards or naturally made you feel um, nourished and whole. And I feel doing that in, in um, being assisted with, I'm hearing physical touch. So if you're able to like self massage or self soothe or do like body work on, on your physical body, because your, your body feels a little um, touch starved. It, it feels touch starved. It's, it's like the body needs a That's conversation. Tremendous. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I haven't. I'm not in a relationship, and my work is as a massage. Uh, I do Ayurvedic massage, but mm, you know, since amazing. Now, we're not, I don't have work until July, and I'm going absolutely crazy to be able to touch. Mm. Yeah. So if I could possibly uh, propose to you or, or invite you to take this time to. Look at yourself as your own client, right? The same level of nurturing and, and attentiveness that you would offer to your client because this is, you, you said the Ayurvedic massage. I just got like a wave of bliss moved through my body. So apparently you do some incredible work, <laughs> like incredible work. So if you can enter into that type of relationship with yourself and see yourself as the client and, you know, not to be too forward, but, but don't be afraid to, move around your body without without restriction, right? So wherever your hands are being called to be placed on your body, just allowing your hands to, to lead the way because what you're doing is you're actually engaging in a dialogue with your body. And, and first you're saying, hey, I'm here for you. I'm not abandoning you, right? Even though I've been floating above here this whole time, I'm actually here for you. So you're, you're reconnecting with your physical form. And then from there you're able to better connect with, you know, these childhood memories and ignite your passions and then start anchoring them in. So that those are those are just a few ideas that I would I would love for you to explore a bit further. I've got truth truth tingles, so thank you very much. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful, Philippa. Thank you, Kate. So okay, welcome. I'm gonna mute yeah. you. That was great advice. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. So let me unmute the next person here. Area code four and and are you okay, Kate, to to keep going? Give you oh, a little yeah, bit of a great. Actually, before I unmute the next person, um, Kate, if, if people want to work with you or find more about uh, about you or your programs, either one-on-one or programs, can you share a little bit about uh, what it is, uh, you know, what your services are and where they can find you? Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I love to uh, keep people in the know <laughs> because every day we wake up, we can forget how amazing we are. So I like to do a daily channeled message. So across all my social media platforms, you'll find that on Facebook, Instagram, have a daily channel message. I also do a talk at you Tuesday every week, so you'll find a whole bunch of videos, um, again, on my social media channels. On YouTube, I do empath education. There's a whole lot of videos uh, where not just talking about the current energy as far as, like, the global energy and the collective, but also bringing through techniques and, you know, whatever uh, support is needed at that time, so timely messages. And as far as one-on-one, I do one-on-one work where I, I can connect with someone for a certain period of time. It's up to you at your discretion. Um, I always defer to your intuition. So if you feel called to me, if you are attracted to me or my work, or if you've worked with me before and you start thinking about me and you miss me, <laughs> then it's time to book some time together. 
it, it's time to, to and they would go to boomingeye.com for that exactly exactly okay. and uh, and i have two and two courses so if you're yeah, if you're interested ahead. in developing your your gifts of crystal empathy if you are a crystal healer if you want to use crystals to heal yourself or if you want to use it in your spiritual based practice or or any any business that you have uh, then I have a crystal healing work, an online course. It's a complete course that's online. You can find that on Blooming Eye by clicking courses. And I just launched uh, Creating Certainty in an Uncertain World. Uh, so this is it's in the works. We just had the live event, and then I'm going to uh, create the online platform within the next week. And that course is all about if you feel unclear, if you don't know what your direction is, if you don't know how to move forward, if you know this whole global situation has really shaken you at your core and you need to reestablish, like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> what do I have to offer? This program is like an A to Z. Like, it takes you step-by-step step through multiple uh, techniques and healing modalities in order to get to a place where you are very clear on how you're moving forward with your life in an empowered and passionate way. Ooh, that's beautiful. Yeah, so definitely um, do you have a mailing list that people can get on? So they'll, you'll, when that's ready, they'll be alerted? Absolutely, yeah. So I do have a mailing list. You can sign up um, at my website, boomingeye.com, or you can always reach out to, to our beloved assistant, <laughs> Tasha. Tasha. Yes, Tasha. <laughs> we love Tasha. We love Tasha. Tasha at com. <laughs> yeah, and she's, she is a service ninja, man. She is so loving and so helpful, and I'm just so blessed to have her oh, on my team. We yeah. are And blessed. to have her connect us. <laughs> yes, I've, I'm just feeling so, yeah. so, so, so grateful for that. Amazing, yes. amazing connection. Magic. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty exciting. Um, and and I've, I'm sure somebody else is going to ask you, so I'm going to ask you now, why the name <laughs> Booming Eye? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that was my own my own journey. Um, so I, I ran a business. It was a graphic and web design business for a little over a decade, and it was called uh, boom, boom eye design. And the idea was, you know, if I design something, I want to make your eyes go boom, right? I want you to really be like, wow, ah. I like what you made. And my, my whole process evolved. And I was like, I, I can't do this corporate work anymore. I can't, I can't do this. And so when I was going through my awakening, it, I, it first started with, you know, my third eye booming open. And I was like, holy moly, I've been looking through my eyes this whole time when all I needed was my eye to open. So now it's booming ah. eye healing arts. <laughs> Got it. Cool. Very cool. Okay, we're going to go yeah. to the next person here. So 417, that's your area code. Hi, who's this? Uh, Deborah. Hey, Deborah. Um, and uh, my question is, uh, I've completed years of caring for uh, sick pets and family. My mother passed in March, and now I need to get back into the workforce and do something, but it's like, I don't know what, and I feel like I block myself, uh, sabotage myself, and um, I have a fear of power. So as far as doing some type of work uh, in the energy field, if that's where I should be, um I, I, I guess I have a well lack of self, uh, uh, not feeling good about myself, but also in terms of what could I be good at. 
So thank you, Deborah. I thank you for your question. And I, I have to say, just as I'm, I'm feeling into your energy as you're asking this question, my, I'm first and foremost, I know you're asking about your next steps, but I can't help but feel all my attention is being drawn to your gut, the stomach, gut, digestion, all this. And I just feel that you are, you're saying storage house. Like you, you've been storing energy within your system and it feels like it's unprocessed emotion. You are, you're storing unprocessed emotion within your, your physiology, within your body, within your org field as well. And what's interesting is holding on, it's basically like what your energy is telling me, in order to continue holding on to this, my, my power, right, my, my battery pack, wherever you want to describe it as, my solar plexus chakra, whatever feels right, right? So, so your power, the essence of you, is not able to come through fully. And what that's doing is that I'm seeing like, like a boot, like a boot on a car <laughs> on your heart. So you're not able to really live, live, live a life that you're in love with in this sense because your power is being blocked by all of this emotion that has been on process that you are holding for others. And oh, thank you. And they just brought me up to the throat. So it's like you don't even know what to ask for. So I feel... First and foremost, if you're able to, to have this energy shift, and it doesn't have to be like a long, intensive, like, oh, let me go back and, and pick apart and analyze and psychoanalyze myself. And I, don't, I don't see that as being necessary. Honestly, for you, I feel that would be the equivalent of like sitting in a dirty diaper. Like, just change it. You know what I mean? Just change it. You don't need to sit in it. So yeah. if, you're able, okay. <laughs> if you're able to get some body work done, so maybe even like long-distance Reiki, if there's a practitioner that, that you trust, um, or, you know, some somatic uh, practitioner, someone that can get into the body and help you to move through the density that your body is holding on to. Because it, I, I'm hearing the words muscle memory, so it's like this is your this is your default. Like, this is your go-to. Like, oh, you can't handle that emotion? No problem. I'm going to tuck it into my little kangaroo pouch here, and I'll carry it for you. So rather than staying in that default, because anything that you build now, any steps forward that you're going to take now, it, you're carrying that default, you're just going to go back to it, and you're going to become run down, and it's not going to be a sustainable situation. So first, first things first is let's, let's shift this energy that you're carrying within your system, and then I feel that now, okay, now, now I feel more clear, now I feel more free, I'm feeling more myself, and now here's the curiosity returning. I actually feel once that shifts, your heart is then going to open, and I feel that you're carrying the question within your heart, What's it going to take, universe? What's it going to take? How, how is it going to be possible for me to do something where I can apply my gifts, I can apply my talents, and actually really enjoy what I'm doing? And what I'm seeing as right now, it's not certain, it's not anchored. So when I pull future energy, please know that this is a potentiality. There's free will, there's karma, and there's destiny that can always affect how the future plays out. But based on what I'm feeling right now, if you, like, following this, this scenario, this hypothetical situation that you are clearing through this, this density within your gut, following that thread, what I'm seeing is that there's work around nonprofit. So you might be working with a nonprofit. This could be, like, going out and finding strays and, you know, feeding or, or microchipping or neutering populations. Like, there's something where you might be doing, like, office work for that, maybe not necessarily going out into the field. But there's something that's connected to nonprofit. So not only are you, you know, making a paycheck, making a living, working with people that are like-minded, like-hearted, but you're also applying your natural talents and your gifts to provide a service to the greater good. But that's once you clear this energy out of your gut. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Great <laughs> so thank you. Yes, thanks. thanks, Deborah, for that wonderful question. I'm going to mute you now. 
And uh, it just reminded me when you were saying the stuff about the gut, Kate, is that uh, uh, one of the gals that I had interviewed previously, Deanna Hansen, on block therapy, she actually had yeah. this, this this depression and this thickness in her body. And it, she was an athletic trainer, and she, you know, did 400 sit-ups a day, and yet she still had this thickness in wow. her gut, you know, in her solar plexus area. So she dove her hands. Uh, as a therapist, into her gut, which they don't teach them how to do in athletic training, and found that her her feelings, the emotions, were releasing, and she wanted to teach other people mm. to do it. But I mean, she's an athletic athletic trainer, so basically, God told her use a block. So now she teaches people how to use a wooden block to lie on it to release mm. the dense, you know, energy there. And I mean, it's not just emotional; obviously, it's physical as well. But anyway, right, it just reminded right. me of that that solar plexus story that you talked about this block therapy. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. All right. So let's see. So now we've got, let me see. Oops. Where did that person go? Oh, she might have had to leave. Okay. So let's go to the next person. Uh, 845. Area code 845. Hi. Who's this? Oh, hi. I think that might be me. Uh, Mary Ann. <laughs> and <laughs> Okay. Um, I'm not really sure. I just, I kind of feel like I want to do, like, the energy work and stuff, you know, like, not as a job job, but with my family and friends. But the problem is I feel like they're a little bit more, like, oh, I want to be that higher vibration, and I I get up to a certain higher vibration, and then I kind of swing back into, Mm. you know what I mean? Because I kind of live and work with people that are in that, I'm not, I don't. I'm not judging it. I'm just saying a different vibrational, like that conventional resistance. They have a lot of resistance to my, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't know how to how to manage mm-hmm. this um, in my workplace and and at home both. And um, I'm just having a little trouble with it. I'm like, I'm getting better at it, but <laughs> that's I, a common issue. <laughs> but I just question. feel like there's some common issue somewhere or something. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, this this can absolutely be challenging. And thank you for this. This this is a great question, Marianne. Seriously, thank you for calling in. Thank so, you. Yeah. So as I'm as I'm feeling into you, you're I again you just you're just so comfy and cuddly. I have to tell you this, like you just have a very nurturing, mothering energy, and it would be no surprise if people like <laughs> unburden themselves upon you. <laughs> they tell you they're holding uh, <laughs> And then they don't want help. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, no thanks. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. You're left, yeah, you're, you're left with, like, that karmic dump, right? Like, they've just, like, dumped all their karma on you. And you're like, great, now now I feel super, super in a, in a poor mood. So right. what I'm seeing for you is the, the struggle, the challenge is holding and maintaining that higher vibration. So what as you're talking, what I'm seeing is it's almost like, so I'm I'm considered a very tall girl, right? I'm I'm five ten barefoot. So you know you put on a little kitten heel, you know people get intimidated, right? So well, that's really tall on me because I'm like five foot. Yeah. <laughs> five two is tall in my world. <laughs> so to reframe this, what 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 I'm seeing for you is what you're doing is the equivalent of what I did most of my life, where. You know, here I am, I'm the tall girl. I'm the one who's tall, so I would slouch in order to meet people where they're at, right? Oh like, I, I developed back issues. I developed a hump on the back that I've had to, you know, work through over the years because I kept meeting people where they're at because I wanted it to be on their level, right? I wanted to, like, 
meet eye to eye. Yes. And that, that caused me literal pain. It caused me a literal problem. And it's not right. until I decided, you know what, who cares if someone is coming up to my boobs and, and like, we're eye to eye. That's okay, right? I'm just going to hold the same thing <laughs> because I'm allowed to take up the space that I need to take because this is, this is who I am, this is what I am, and this is how I'm here. And so I had to get to a place where I was like, all right, girls, you know, shoulders back, chest out, and hold it, right, Look and down. really honor that. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So that I want, I, what I'm hearing is I want to see the same for me. So, so you actually have, what I'm hearing is you have a desire. If this, is something, this is something that you're asking for. I can see it, and I can feel it within your vibration. You're asking the universe, I want to be able to be me. I want to take up the space that I need to take. I want to maintain my higher vibration because that's where I feel most balanced and aligned, and that's where I feel most at peace. And rather than slouching, rather than lowering your vibration, right, in order to meet other people where they're at, Really, they're coming to you because, my love, you've got this gorgeous light that they're attracted to, and they may not know how to pinpoint it, but they can feel it, they can sense it. And by you meeting them where they're at, nothing changes. Now they feel right. crummy, oh. and now you feel crummy, and nothing shifts. But if you sit, sit there in your empowerment with your shoulders back, chest out, and you're like, hey, I'm vibing high, and you're like, oh, my life sucks, and you're like, oh, that's too bad, but I'm still vibing high, here's a hug, right? You have actually wow. like, alchemized their energy. So you've done them a great disservice, and you've taken care of yourself. Oh. This might piss people off, by the way. This, this, as, yeah. you, as you acclimate to this, this might piss people off. If, if someone's trying to... And that's okay. I th- think I've got a few of them now that kind of... <laughs> and I'm like, and that's okay. I don't mind. They want to elicit... <laughs> yeah, right. They're trying to elicit a response, or like, feel the pain with me. You're like, no, I get it. That mm-hmm. sucks. That feels painful. Come, come meet me where I am. Come up here. The water's fine, right? <laughs> the air up here is nice. <laughs> like, really, yeah. just stay in that. Stay in that, because I'm getting much better at staying in it, and then I just, like you said, I drop down, so I have to really stay in it and just yes. be me. Just be me. Just be, yeah. I'm trying to find who me is, right, and just yeah. connect with these kinds of calls and stuff like that. That's what really keeps it up high, like there's nobody around, you know, yeah. and then just, yeah. like, stay in that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you're right. That's exactly what I do. I drop right down, and I can feel when I do it now. Like, I'm getting I'm much more conscious of it back when I was a kid and nice. younger and older, and I wasn't getting that. But now I'm really starting to, like, feel that. And, that's what's so frustrating. It's like, oh, I don't want that anymore. <laughs> Whereas yeah, I used to just stop doing it. it. Yeah. Stop t- okay, <laughs> I'll just stop doing it. Okay, that yeah. sounds good. <laughs> You've got a gorgeous light there, that. man. You know that. Shine that light and own it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wonderful. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, that's <laughs> And the other Absolutely. Qu- well, that that very, very, yeah, so so true. And 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 I mean, and what Kate, you know, what you're saying is, it's not like we're trying to be phony or trying to avoid people or you know anything like that, but right. just being ourselves, like just being yeah. ourselves and not having to make the other person feel better. And the energy suckers, uh, Judith Orloff talks about that. You know, energy suckers will just stop coming around to suck it's your energy. True. <laughs> True. They're like, they well, that's too far for you. I'm going to go somewhere else who's going to let me suck their energy, right? And and you might, yeah. you know, yeah, a couple of friends might go, but you'll get new ones. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, some family members just won't even bother sucking anymore because it doesn't work. But you can just yep. appreciate them. And I, I get along so much better, Kate, that with all my family members now than I used to. 
uh, because I was so codependent back then. If they were upset, I was upset and blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. I couldn't sleep. Yep. They couldn't sleep, you know. And now yeah. it's sort of like they can be in a space, and even if it's like a difficult space, um, I can just stay in my heart and hear it and listen and even have a mutual cry together, um, yeah. but not feel bad, like as in, oh, the world's ending and this is terrible, you know, and it's more like yeah. love. Uh, and it's so, and, and what happens is they end up shifting even without me trying to do anything for them. Yes. <laughs> Just by being you. Super. Yeah, yes. right. So great advice. Great advice. So everyone hear that, okay? Uh, one of my intuition teachers used to say, Laura Day, she used to say, be full of yourself. She used to say to us. You know, I love that. I didn't really get it back then, but yeah, be full of yourself. Um, okay, so we still have a bunch of folks. How are you doing, Kate? I'm doing good. Doing good. Okay, awesome. All right, so next one, area code 201. Hi. Hello, this is Lori. Hey, Lori. Lori. Hi, yeah. Uh, I'm loving everything that's being said, and I can't thank the two of you enough, and even the callers prior. Um, I'm I'm an empath, and I've been super sensitive. Uh, I lost my mom six months ago, so that ball bumped up my uh, sense of feeling raw and vulnerable, and then, of course, this whole virus thing. And um, I've been home from work since the end of March, which has been really tough because I just love my work. And I live by myself at the moment, so that isn't helping. And I'm doing all this healing while I'm home, releasing everything I can and all that good stuff. So I'm just like extra raw at the moment. And um, I have a dad who's in assisted living. And long story short, one of my brothers was very angry with me that I didn't get him out. He was so sure our dad was going to get the virus, which, P.S., my dad's fine. Our dad's fine. But um, he dumped a lot of anger, a lot of inaccurate accusations upon me and whatnot. And actually, we haven't um, spoken in over a month at this point. And our dad is the kind that gets angry very quickly. And I'm the one that has the POA, and I'm in charge of his care. So, um I get a lot of his anger and I'm it's um as much work as I've done on myself I it's so debilitating to me and I'm a little bit stumped on what to do I my dad got really mad at me last and I was just so drained for like two or three days on every level and I can't do that I'm going back to work soon and it's physical it's babysitting and, you know, I need to hold on to my energy, physical and otherwise. So I'm stumped. Yeah. Oh, Lori, I, I feel you, girl. I mean, I literally feel you. <laughs> and I feel for you. It's, it's funny. Just to, I have to say, as soon as I, I heard your accent, so I was born and raised in New Jersey, so you're just like a little <laughs> flavor from my childhood. So. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So, so please know that's, that's very comforting for me. <laughs> so thank you. I'm so glad. <laughs> Born and raised and still living here 60 years later. So, yep. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too. It was not easy for me to exist in that culture because New Jersey, at least North Jersey, where I'm from, had a very specific culture and it was very like masculine and aggressive and dominating and you got to be a certain mm. way and why are you crying walk it off and you know like that yep. is very tough <laughs> it's very tough so 
up. And it's just yeah. like, oh, you know, like, oh, why are you getting all emotional? Let me smack that out of you. You know, like, it's just like, tough it up. It's very, very tough. <laughs> yep. And so. Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like the only way that you can navigate that as a sensitive person is to put on this mask, right? To live inauthentically and all right, I'll, I'll be just as loud as you are. <laughs> you know, like that's all you can do. <laughs> and then retreat and lick your wound. Right. I get it. I, I yep. This is my childhood, right? Like I, I totally get it. Wow. So, that's amazing. What <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm feeling for you, my love is this is again, it's, it's that case in point of, of you having to put the oxygen mask on yourself first, because what I'm hearing is you're, Okay, there's, there's a couple different things that I want to bring up. One is, um, and I'm giggling because your higher self is basically like you, you know when to put a stop to things. You know when, okay, my energy is getting spent. Like, like we're putting too much money in the slot machine. You know what I mean? Like this is, this is a waste. Right? This isn't going anywhere. So, like, my energy is getting yep. spent really, really rapidly. And I know you know this because they're saying you can feel this on every level. Everything within your energy, they're literally, I literally have my hands up, like, to push the energy back, like, stop, stop. Like, so this is what your energy is saying, but yet you stand there and you take it. It's like a barrage. And what I'm hearing, and I'm giggling because your higher self is literally speaking up to your father and saying, let me stop you right there, Dad. Let me stop you right there. <laughs> because really, it's like he, he they're saying, what is that called, a whirly, a whirly, they're showing you, like, the old um, playground, like, he's just on uh, the tilter world. Like, he just goes round and round and round and round. And it's just like, yep, the, yep. He, he, it actually escalates. The more angry he gets, the more round he gets. It's like he starts to levitate in that anger. And it takes <laughs> on, like, its own, its own, it becomes a whole other being. And it dominates the room. So what I'm hearing is, first and foremost, you got to speak up and say, let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. And it's just like, okay, I hear your concern is this. We're currently working on it. That is within my control right now. Let's drop it. So you need to set mm, boundaries. I like right? that. You need to Thank speak you, up yeah. and set boundaries. And I'm hearing he, he'll respond to that. And he'll respond to that because he's so used to that, you know, slap it out of him, right? Like you're, you're getting, you're beside yourself, Dad. But so, like, he, he will respond to that and respect that, and you will be empowering yourself. At the same time, the other thing I want to bring into focus is currently what's happening on the planet right now, there is a major, major divide between those that are choosing to follow their hearts and those that are choosing mm. to hold on to what has made quote unquote sense in the past. Right. So exactly. you can look at this as like yep. being anchored in 3d and being anchored in 5d, right. Moving into the new paradigm. But what you are encountering, it's literally like, like they're on the other side. They're your, your brother too, right. It's hanging on to this density of, <laughs> I'm, I'm just hearing temper tantrum. I actually feel like your brother threw a temper tantrum. Yes. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. He's in a lot of fear. Yeah. 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 And when adults throw temper tantrums, I mean, that's when, that's when stuff goes haywire, right? That's when things get really crazy because Mm -hmm. there's, you know, you have free will, but when they have emotions that are rising up and they don't know how to interpret them or they don't even know how to manage them or understand them, then it's your fault. It's your problem. That's when real damage is done. So what I'm hearing for, for you is duck and cover. When you see that happening, duck and cover. So don't even be in the line of fire. And that happens. Just know that these men, I'm hearing specifically men within your life, so the men within your life are just kind of like, <laughs> okay, they're showing you like, uh, you know when a transformer blows in a storm? <laughs> that's that those <laughs> even the men in the life, right? Just like, there's just let them blow, let them blow, we'll fix it, right? Like, it gets to the point where, you know, service will be handled and it's not your job to service them. So just trust, like, mm-hmm. just listen to the explosion, you can hear it in the distance, just trust that that's going to be service at some point, not your job. But what I'm hearing for you is, is duck and cover when that happens. Got it. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Thank you. That was really helpful. I, I love your suggestions for my dad because I've tried 
saying things so many different ways and he it just hasn't yeah. gotten anywhere but uh, i i like the phrases you used so thank you oh you're so very welcome yeah rationalizing like trying to approach him rationally is is not effective in in this energy at all it's it's more like he needs direction <laughs> yes exactly well he's very unreasonable <laughs> with his stuff and it's not because of COVID he's been this way for years and it mm. you know he gets an idea and there's no rationality in it there's no you know basis yeah. in reality sometimes but but he's sticking yeah. with it you know so yeah <laughs> anyway I, I, know I know you have going, other yeah. callers so but thank you question. so much I, move on yes I'm just yeah, enjoying that's... both of you thank you fantastic <laughs> yeah great question yeah those are great mm-hmm. words too uh, very very good all right, nine one seven. Let me unmute you here. Oh wait, nine one nine. Sorry, nine one nine, not nine one seven. Nine one nine. Hi, this is Laura. Thank. You. Hi, Laura. Thank you. Thank you so much. I've already benefited so much from all the other callers. Um, I am wondering. Well, I feel like I'm one of those totally unmanaged empaths, and um, it just seems to be getting worse and worse instead of better and better, Uh, even though I do lots of practices and I'm mostly by myself. It's like everything speaks to me. It's like your skips are growing. You feel that? (laughs) So do you have a question in this space? Yes, my question is um, I have always had a resistance to the notion of shields like you were talking about earlier and um, I feel like if I can shine myself outwards big enough then Nothing will touch it. And at the same time, I just feel like, I don't know, I just feel like everything speaks to me, like I'm processing everything for everyone. Um, And then I feel like I'm doing something very wrong, like I can't go forward. Mm. Okay. I'm sorry, am I cutting you off, or do you you feel okay for me to... No, no, that's great. I'm good. Okay. Right. So what I'm feeling is, uh, oh, how do I get this? Um, there's, there's, like everything, developing your, your gifts of, of empathy, developing your own energetic management, it is a process. And what I'm feeling is you have this innate inner wisdom, inner knowing within you already. It's just the practical application. <laughs> That's yeah. keeping you. Yeah. And it's like, well, how do we okay, like, great, I've, I've got this esoteric wisdom within me, and, like, I know what resonates and I know what doesn't. I just don't know why, and I don't know what actions to take in order to back up that wisdom. So if I can, if I can frame it to you like this, maybe in order to provide a little bit more clarity so that you are able to move forward in a way where it's like, oh, great, anchored in your own energy, that, that would be my wish. So yes. what I'm seeing for you, <laughs> what I'm seeing for you is you are, how do I put this, if you can imagine a long stretch of highway in the desert, there's nothing around, and you are like this all-night truck stop, right? Like, come in, get a shower, you know, get get something to eat, a hot-cooked meal, you know, rent a cot if you need to, get, get whatever you need. 
and then continue on your journey. But you are this, like, how do I call it? Like a service station is the best way to describe it. You, you have energy that can offer uh, a service to others in this middle of, the middle of the darkness. But what I'm seeing is your light right now, it's almost like it's flickering. Like I can hear the buzz of the neon. <laughs> the neon light, right? Like your, your light is flickering. It's not super strong, but your light is on. So any energies, right, any entities, any beings, any people even that travel along this stretch of highway at night in the dark, it doesn't matter if your light is strong or if it's fortified or not, you're open, you're on. So these energies yeah. are going to stop by and they're going to, they're going to take advantage. They're going to take advantage. And so you feel weighed down. It's like you are under this now. You are underneath this energy. And, again, your esoteric wisdom is saying, yes, yeah, shields aren't the answer. However, shields might be the answer right now until you can get above it, right, until you can get on top of it, which is moving through activating the wisdom of discernment within yourself, which I feel right now it's, it's, not, really, um, it's not really as strong as I would like it to be, right, because if you are – you're, you, you are here to be of service. This, everything about your energy is telling you you are here to be of service. Like, <laughs> you're, you're, you're so cute. Your energy is like, well, why else? <laughs> why else am I here? So you really do have a service to provide. But what I'm feeling is that, you know, if it's going to cost me this much, I don't want to do anything. So, like, you're not able to proceed or progress or develop because there's, there's kind of like this, um, it's like a stalemate between you and your higher self. You're like, nope, not going to do it. Too hard. Too hard. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> Doesn't feel good. <laughs> So shielding may actually be a support and assistance to you right now just so that you can create a sacred space around your own energetic signature, just so that you can familiarize yourself with what do I feel like? What does my essence naturally feel like? And just getting really, really familiar, right? Like that's your, that's your mother tongue, right? Your own energy, your own energetic signature. Like that's, that's your homeland. That's, that's your own language getting really familiar with what your own energy feels like without anyone else's influence or interference or or effect or anything like that, right? Just getting real clear on what you feel like within your own energy field, whether you use a shield or just a lot of alone time, both work. (laughs) You get really clear on what you feel like so that way when this next passerby energy comes along, you have discernment now of does this align? Is this for me? Is there something for me to learn here? Is there something for me to do here? If not, I'm releasing this energy, and I'm allowing you to continue on your journey, and I'm going to continue on mine. Does this make sense? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, right on completely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The discernment yeah. piece is huge because I feel like, oh, I can serve here. I can be of use here. But it's like I stopped hearing myself. Yes. Yeah. Thank okay. You. Fantastic. Thanks for getting to know yourself. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you. Okay. Welcome. Awesome. Great. Now we have 917. <laughs> Sorry, I got out of order here. So, area code 917, you're next. Yes. Yes, hello. Hello. Uh, yeah, this is Norma, and I would like to please ask you to, and Kit, to. Tell me something about me always having implant and be in so much pain that it's like a repetitive thing, implants in my body. And I'm getting really tired of that, spending money to take out the implant and it comes back in another form, another shape, 
but always something hooking me to people sucking on my energy. Okay. So when you're talking about an implant, are you talking about an alien implant, or are you talking about a physical, like you have something implanted in your body? Um, last time I had an implant, when I was in a session, I know it was a warm hole created by ETs and things, and it was, I felt everything in my body, and it was a passageway and a weapon at the same time, and it really hurt. Mm. So just as I'm feeling into the energy behind your question, I would like to lovingly remind you that not all ETs have a darker agenda or manipulative agenda. So if you feel that you connect with and, and resonate with, with, with our cosmic friends, right, with galactic entities, I would invite you to explore a little bit more about who you can connect with and call in and work with that can help counterbalance the density and the heaviness that you are experiencing within your physical experience. So maybe connecting with, um, you know, more Pleiadian essence or Syrian essence or Arcturian essence and connecting, you know, asking, asking these beings to, if you feel comfortable with this, if you feel aligned with this, asking them to come in and uh, illuminate areas that, uh, of understanding or to administer healing and help. Because what I'm feeling is there's a lot of, you know, not to, uh, how do I say this? I don't want to discount your experience. But this is also, like, we have to collude with these darker energies in order to have this kind of impact on our lives. So there's a part of your, your essence that is also in agreement with the darker energies that is then manifesting and then creating this, this painful experience. So what I'm inviting you to do is to collude with more of a lighter, higher vibrational energy in order to bring about healing, bring about awareness, and, and actually provide some relief. Because living in physical pain, it really, Norma, it sounds like, like you've been struggling with this and, and you know don't wish that on anyone so you by reclaiming your power reclaiming your focus i'm hearing realign your focus realigning your focus with who you are connecting with because yes it's true there are darker forces there are darker energies they are very real there are you know lower vibrational agendas like it is all very real but at the same time ideally ultimately <laughs> the higher level there is no such thing as a victim because we have to be in agreement with those darker energies in order to experience the impact of it so uh, just bringing your awareness back to the fact that you have the power to shift out of this and call in higher dimensional, higher frequency energies to support and assist. And hopefully that helps. I'm sorry. I've been doing that for decades. That's why I'm getting frustrated at some point. Now I'm getting very frustrated because what you say, I, I understand it. I don't know if I understand it fully because I'm like, yes, I may have been in agreement with Dr. Energy, but not anymore. So why do I have every cell in my body sometimes is hurting so much? I don't know what to do. So there's a, you might want to look into George Kavasilis and his work, We Are Infinite Love. He, he works with people that really <clears throat> identify with this, with this work, um, you know, space program and, and all that kind of stuff. So you may want to look into his work. He offers and techniques on how to break contracts and break agreements 
and no longer allow this within your experience. And maybe that will offer something new that you haven't experienced in the past decade because I can really sincerely appreciate your frustration and, and don't want to discount it. But George, George Kavasilis, uh, K-A, oh, my gosh, if I can even spell it, K-A-V-A-S-S-A-L-I-S. I hope I'm spelling that right. My apologies, George, if I'm not. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're so very welcome. All the best. All the best. Yeah, we'll okay. actually post that up as well underneath the show um, um, the show profile on the Light Warrior Network. So if you're in uh, Facebook, you can check it. I think I found him um, on um, on YouTube. So I'll just post that okay. under, uh, underneath there. Okay, cool. Let me just uh, mute Dang. you. Okay, so... Let's see. When does our show run out officially? Fifteen minutes. Okay. <laughs> I know. Okay, we're just making you work really hard here. Um, let's see. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I, oh, I love great! You, you are. You, you get just as excited about healing as I do. So, like, this is awesome. <laughs> I know. I love doing one-on-ones and minis. Okay, so let's, <laughs> let's take a look. Okay, so. I've got area code 320. All right. So, hi. We're going to unmute you now. Hi, Dr. Karen. This is Lois. And hey, hi, Lois. Kate. Hi. Um, so, Kate, I can pretty much uh, resonate with your story, only for me it was at a uh, – the crash came at a later age. I was probably sick pretty much most of my life. Um, I do think I was empathic since I was born, Um, but I think it kind of got shut down, you know, so I didn't realize it until I got really sick and started checking on things. So anyway, I've been having lots of issues with my eyes, and I think it has something to do, I'm getting it's spiritual, energetic, and I'm um, I'm not sure if it's that I'm afraid to see what I'm supposed to do or I don't want to. Um, do you have any suggestions for me? Yeah, so uh, if it's all right, I'm just I'm going to do a scan of, of your body and just see if your body talks to me if that's all right. Sure. <laughs> okay. It's interesting. The first thing I'm seeing is is scissors. So I'm not sure if like something is detaching, um, if there's like retinal detachment, or if something is is separating or detaching. So uh, yes, I I do believe everything within the physical body it all does trickle up to energy, right? I look at it as like if we're not healing something energetically, then we're going to feel it in our emotions. If we don't handle it with our emotions, we're going to start thinking about it, and if we can't get a handle on our thoughts, then we're going to experience it in our body. And our body is the I call it the densest messenger. It's also the loudest messenger because we tend to pay attention <laughs> when our body starts operating efficiently. And what I'm feeling for you, my love, is that you are actually you they're showing you reaching. Like you have been reaching. You're you're asking you're asking new questions, you're inviting new concepts and new ideas that have never really been a part of your reality. And it's 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 actually a beautiful vision that I have. Even though your experience may be really frustrating, what I'm seeing is really beautiful. It's uh, it's literally like I'm seeing your hands reaching beyond the veil. It's like you're you're reaching out in order to gain gain clarity, gain wisdom, and I'm hearing remember to remember to remember who you are, because you're hearing that song oh, "Born Like This" or "God." 
right? Like you've always been this way. And I feel that what's happening is you're, you're experiencing the same as these, these scissors are, are applying to the physical, you know, cutting away of, of the sight or the vision. Um, it's almost like you're cutting away illusions. It's a shift in perspective. I, I am seeing, so what I would term, whenever I say guardian angel, I say guardian angel in the sense that I see a very strong being that is uh, next to you, that is supporting you in developing your life path, right? So, like, basically you are creating your trajectory as far as your mission, your abilities, your gifts, and your, your natural essence and getting all that into alignment, and you are working with this being in order to do so. So the fact that you have connected and called in this energy that you're working with tells me just how active you are in this seeking, in this reaching, so just by default, the fact that you are exploring these new realms of understanding, these higher, you know, quote-unquote levels of consciousness, and I don't see things as levels. I see things more like clusters, but <laughs> in, in order for it to understand, because you're experiencing these higher levels of consciousness, illusions, delusions, false beliefs, lies, right, things that have fooled you in the past are now dismantling. At the same time, I'm also hearing heightened. So I feel that your other senses are also becoming more heightened because, well, my eyes are becoming less reliant. I can't rely as much on my eyes. So now I feel like, like you're, we're talking about listening earlier. I feel that you're listening differently. So here you are. You're reaching. You're asking questions. You're trying to understand. Your eyes have fooled you before, so you're not relying on them. So now your other senses are heightened. So now you can listen differently, receive new information, receive new understanding and new clarity. So I actually don't feel, you know, whenever there's a major issue, especially medical concern, uh, my, my team will show me I've got flags, right? Red flag is like, oh, crap, you've got to get help right now, like right now. I do not see that. Uh, they also show me an orange flag, which is telling me, okay, this is something you might want to monitor. Like this, this could progressively get worse and become a problem. I'm also not seeing that. So the fact that I'm not seeing these flags as I'm feeling into this, I, I genuinely do not feel a concern as far as um, this is something you need to get ahead of. If anything, this is something to support while you are going through this process. So if you're able to support your eyes, and, and you know, maybe Dr. Karen can help uh, offer up some, some actual suggestions of maybe some supplements or something that, that you can um, tie in as far as your regimen. But I feel like just supporting and then also knowing that you are moving through this experience where literally the way that you see the world and experience the world is changing. Okay, thank you. Because I'm kind of at the point, well, I've had cataracts, and I think when I test, they're getting better. You know, I don't think they're yeah. as bad. But I'm I'm resisting, I guess, having the surgery because um, as far as putting something foreign in my eyes, putting a foreign lens in. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at, I'm, but I'm thinking, yeah. With the issues I've had <laughs> well, with my eyes. We have a one-on-one tomorrow, don't we? We do. So uh, well, thank you well, for well. for taking my call today, and, and I will re-listen on this and do some of my own checking based on what you said. Thank you. Great. You're so welcome. Yeah, that's great. Loris is a sweet deer and works really, really uh, diligently, you know, and and you're so right on because I know Lois pretty well, and and you're so right on with with her expansion. I mean, her gifts are whoo, up there. Oh. <laughs> Yay, Lois! Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. Lois is reaching new heights now. <laughs> that's right. 
Okay, so I don't know <laughs> if we have time for one or two, but let me um, mute the next person. And just so folks know, in case you came in late, um, if Kate, you could share the uh, website link again and then where mm -hmm. or how they should best contact you if they want to do some work with you or your courses. Yeah, yeah. So if you're if you're interested in working with me, if you've never worked with a master empath or intuitive healer before, and you just want to dip your toe in, or you know what I'm talking about and, and working on is uh, resonating with you, uh, listen to that. Listen to that that attraction, right? So that is your curiosity. That is your intuition telling you that there may be something that we can uh, bring through, work through in order to shift and, and heal or uh, bring through clarity for, for your own experience and for your own life. And if you'd like to do that, you can find me. My website is boomingeye.com, B-O-O-M-I-N-G-E-Y-E.com. You can also find me on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Or if you have a more technical question, you can always reach out to my lovely, adorable assistant, Tasha, at Tasha at boomingeye.com. She is a service ninja and uh, very happy to help. Okay, fantastic. All right, so we've got about seven minutes left. So let me unmute the next person, area code 408. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Craig. How are you doing today? Hey, we got a guy. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I get so excited. Sorry. We've got a crazy guy on the line. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's so, funny that um, you say that like, to the girl who, like, who sees things that aren't there. <laughs> There's no judgment here, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's funny you said that because I have, I've been having an issue with, um, with people in the natural realm, which I'm accustomed to, but not the way that they are. Mm -hmm. They had to live it. They had to live in that realm in a different way that I had to live in it because of my, mm -hmm. uh, great, uh, my, uh, TBI, uh, slash coma experience. Mm. which cha which changed everything in my in my in my life you know mm. and mm. <clears throat> but since 1999 when i became at this higher self at the highest of you you know where it's uh where it's where it's uh it's um complete peace you know peaceful mm. and 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 perfect in wisdom and because it's so beautiful, the way wisdom operates. Mm -hmm. And so I'm in, this, I'm in this state of mind all the time, but I have to come down, you know, if you will, to the physical sense where people are in the natural part looking out your two eyeballs because I don't spend time doing that no more. I mean, mm -hmm. I do. I do, and it affects me in a way that's not good for me, and I don't know how to stop doing that without getting so messed up. Mm. So is, is your question around how to maintain that state of bliss, well, so to speak? Well, no, because that's always like that. You know, I'm always that way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm always that way. I can't <laughs> say that I'm not because I am, you know. Even if I'm having yeah. a bad day, it's still that way. Even if I'm not thinking about it, it's still that way. So I've already got to the point where I understand that, you know, that doesn't change. Beautiful. Right. I saw so. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah, but see, I still have to, because of the operation in the world, people are operated by fear. If they don't go to work, they don't do this, they don't do that, then, you know, the consequences are not appealing to them. So they're going to be controlled by fear, and they operate like that. Well, I never participated in that way of living because of my mm -hmm. problem that I had. 
So mine's different. So I can't get people to really see eye to eye with, you know, and I mean, I could sympathize with a lot of things that people go through because I got a, I got a lot of, you know, stuff in my, that allows me to have the, the, uh, the credentials, if you will, to sympathize with people or empathize with them where they're at. Because if you can't, then you're just going to be, you know, you're not going to be, it's not going to, they're not going to listen to you unless you have some experience. Mm. So it sounds like you want to be more effective in the world, uh, even while you're anchored into that higher vibration. Um, And we have just about four minutes left. I'm just trying to summarize real quick so Kate can get in here (laughs) and say a few words before we have to end. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, I I can totally understand where you're coming from. Um, I've I've lived what you're what you're living. There's there's a oh. few notes that I want to bring through um, for you, my love. I'm not sure if your coma was your first and only near death experience, uh, but I keep getting an, a, a shaman vibe from you. So I'm not sure if you looked into shamanism, if you've explored uh, shaman work, working with a shaman, but this is something that is reading very strong as far as your ability to be a bridge, to be a connector, to be a bridge. One oh. of the things that you will find along your journey is that it is not your job, nor do you have the power or the ability to change other people's minds. And, and yeah. honestly, nobody wants that job. <laughs> sure, yeah. Even Jesus couldn't do it, right? People, there was, Jesus even had haters, and he was, like, turning water into wine. So, like, you know, who, I don't know who can get mad at that. So <laughs> trusting that you are here to be you and do what you do. And I have to tell you, I'm not I'm, – am I allowed to say the, the S word, S-H-I-T? I don't, I'm not so, 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 <laughs> out, of, out of respect for your, for your audience, I won't say it. But I have to share with you, Craig, one of the biggest turning points within my own personal journey was I had to get to a place where I literally had to compassionately release everything that I was giving to everyone else, meaning like, why don't you see me? Why don't you see that I'm loving you? Why don't you see that I'm being compassionate right now? Why don't you see that I'm changing your life and dropping wisdom on you? Why don't you see this? I had to get to a place where, you know what? I don't give an SHIT. I I really don't. I'm going to have to do me and just focus on me. And I'm going to be in my own little bubble, right? Just like shining my light in my own precious Mm. little way. And then over time, I just got so accustomed to that that I really, I I can't be inauthentic anymore. Like it is physically uncomfortable to try and like put on a mask to accommodate someone else or, you know, like put them where they're at, right? Yeah. So like get to a point, you know, within respect of society, but like get to a point where like you just don't give an SHIT about what other people think or how they because right right in that moment, right, you could say something that is like, bam, just like blows their mind is everything that they needed in that moment to shift their entire life. They might mm-hmm. argue with you in that moment. They might tell you that you're uh-huh. wrong, but then walk away from that experience and now they've got a little uh-huh. earworm. They can't stop thinking about what you said to them. And they might start okay. making changes in their life and start applying it and start doing research and oh my God, all of a sudden their whole life has changed because of something that you well, said. But you don't necessarily see the results of that. Right. Exactly. Well that, that, well, that would be my benefits, and I know that, I know that my benefits. Other people get to enjoy them. Maybe I don't get to enjoy those benefits of of what was going on through my life to this person's life. You know, maybe mm-hmm. that benefit was for somebody else to enjoy. And I understand that. I understand that. I'm not trying to be selfish or anything, but you know, I, I don't know. Man. It's just crazy. I'm, I'm crazy you're, sometimes. You're, I think I, your benefits will come. <laughs> not at all. And your benefits will come in other ways, right? Because think of, like, the law of karma. This is physics. Yeah. Whether you want to call it karma, right. whether you want to call it quantum physics, 
it's just it's the way of this universe. So if you do a service and a kindness to one person and they don't pay that back in that instant, you can trust uh, that that is going to be balanced yeah. out. It may come from another angle, another resource, right. but that is mm-hmm. still coming in towards you. And you don't do it for that, right? You do it just because of no. who you are, and you don't, and you don't give an SHIT anymore. You're <laughs> right, you yeah. I mean, I, you know, you're right. You know, thank you for spanking me like that. You know, I needed this good spanking. <laughs> well, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to – hey, Greg, I'm going to need to meet you here, and, and uh, we're just running out of time here. But that was amazing. Kate, thank you so much for being on our show. We are so grateful for all that energy, all those readings, all those accounts of health. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, yeah, we'll have so to have much. you back. We'll, we'll have another conversation for sure. And we want to thank everyone for listening in. Bye for now. Bye.